And Akmiyami, how we do it top of the morning. Hey, we have a little bonus episode we recorded last night with the one and only Aaron Rodgers doppelganger. I mean, if he's not one of the best follows on Packer Twitter, you're missing out. And here's our conversation, a little Thursday night happy hour. Check it. Yeah, buddy, it's a first time Thursday happy hour. And we're sitting here with the ARD. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? I mean, this is uh, this is becoming something maybe we should start throwing on the calendar every month here. I don't know. I mean, this is, uh, this is a way to start it off, get everybody involved, and uh, bring out the personality that Twitter knows as Aaron Rodgers doppelganger. Start it off, buddy. How we doing? Hello, boys, and glad to be back. This yes. is exciting. I love it. It's, it's turning into our own little Aaron Rodgers Tuesday with Pat McAfee. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> and we're doing good. We just got, yeah, what, three, four inches of snow today oh, out man. here in New Hope. And oh. I'm, you know, I'm, I live two blocks away from work, so I don't care. Yeah, 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 no worry about that off-street parking and stuff now, right? Hey, man, right. Uh, we've we've had just the longest playoff by week that I can remember, man. It's just been painful. How you been surviving over there? Oh, uh, it's it's insane, and I think it makes it longer just knowing where I live and just like having to hear every single day at work. <laughs> You guys are you ready to lose to the Rams? You're ready to lose to the Rams. And one of the guys I work with is a Saints fan. And it's just like, yo, guys, I didn't have to put, we didn't have to play on this last weekend for a reason. So yeah. I went down a little bit. <laughs> Seriously, man. That is just, it has been the longest two weeks, but for good reason. Mm-hmm. Stress free yeah. football week one of the playoffs. It was great. Yeah. Eric, uh, how are things going up there in the North Woods for you today, man? Sort of echoing you guys. It's been a long wait. I'm really ready for some football. Yeah. Just ready. Well, first of all, buddy, I noticed that you got a really cool red and white Badger hat on. Is there something uh, – Something? did you copy my uh, dress code today or something? Or is there – Well, no, I guess it's uh... – we made an appeal last week, and I, I made a special appeal in the last <laughs> few seconds of our podcast from yesterday about uh, the need to bring uh, ARD all the way into the fold. I knew it had to do with me being a gopher guy. I should have never said it. <laughs> well, what I, what I said in the last podcast uh, simply was I just got done watching the beatdown that uh, Wisconsin got from michigan and, and i realized that what wisconsin needs is the ard this wouldn't have happened <laughs> if we had you on board i mean we handled you guys i mean that's nothing new I mean, that's not I, hard are you proud of that uh, <laughs> no, no no we're we're never proud of that the funny thing about this season too is i like got my hopes up last year i'm like yes i finally got to watch good college football uh, what a fun year. Let's just wait a year and draft Tanner Morgan. <laughs> and then obviously we did not wait a year to draft Tanner Morgan. And I found out this year. Thank you for not listening to me. <laughs> yes. uh, well, actually, we had Sean Bateman, like I need a beer. Oh, gosh, man. We we had switched over to basketball. The The, the axe game was ancient history. Uh, well, so I mean, we need you in basketball, to basketball too. basketball team either. 
we we need a badger universe is what it comes down to i mean then yeah. then, then then we're whole hey uh speaking you know you gave us a great story last time uh about how you became a packer fan and that your brother was a bears fan oh, and, and, and you had to go opposite of him uh shout out to your brother hey we got some smashing upstairs um but big shout out to your brother how is he feeling today now that they've re-signed Pace and Nagy for another year, is everything good in his world? Um, so I, so he lives in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. He's a firefighter, so we don't talk every day. Uh-huh. So I don't know how he's doing. Um, he is one of those guys that when the Bears are really good, I'm going to hear about it. <laughs> and he lets me know he's like he's like the biggest Bears fan and. Um, when the Bears aren't that good, he's one of them like, oh, it's not college football's better. Oh, sure. That's yeah. called being a Bears fan. That big of a deal. <laughs> That's it's just being a Bears football. fan. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't think that I – he he was one of the ones that tried to sell me on Mitchell Trubisky early. Uh-huh. Uh, so that didn't work out for him. So he might be still trying to convince himself that Pace and Nagy know what they're doing. Uh, but hopefully – He's got some sense and is actually just having a miserable time. Like uh, a shout out to one of my favorite Bears fans on Twitter, Buff Llama, cannot be happy right now. Well, you know, you pass up, you add a couple of ones in order to pass over Mahomes and Watson in order to get Trubisky to one spot. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. gotta hurt, man. That's gotta hurt. I know. He's, I, th- I think he's just over there in Sioux Falls, just. Tr- Still trying to convince himself that everything's okay in Chicago land for the Bear fans, but we all know the truth. Yeah, yeah. This has been an interesting week here because I'm a homer, right? So when we watch TV, we automatically just kind of zone into, all right, they're talking Packers. I'm hearing so much Rams talk this week. I'm just not understanding I feel like I'm living in Minneapolis again, you know, where Paul Allen's on the on the fan just saying how bad I, I am for being a Packer fan and how lucky we are for getting all these calls. It's just uh, I, we're the number one seed. I, I'm not feeling like we're getting any respect at all right now. Am I the only one who's feeling that? Um, I have noticed that as well. They love talking about the Rams. I think that kind of just feeds into the NFL big market teams get the most love. Mm-hmm. They don't love us small market fan owned teams too much. And yeah. they don't, they don't have that Aaron Rodgers narrative to spin right now because mm-hmm. all you see is him hugging on Matt LaFleur and yeah. talking about how much fun he's having. And they're just like, you're ruining our narrative. Aaron. <laughs> like, we'll just shut it off. But I will say one guy that I never thought I'd see it come from, Colin Coherd put us as his number one team in the playoff power rankings. And I was like, Colin, dude, did someone flip you something. I mean, wasn't that crazy? I can't he believe that. But, he, but he, in that whole thing, he did not mention Aaron Rodgers' name once. Yeah, no, he couldn't. He couldn't <laughs> yeah. give himself to say that that's he why. He around it, you know, <laughs> talks to the team. I'm just uh, – I'm exhausted on the whole Aaron Donald conversation at this point. I understand he's a monster. I just – He is. You know, he's hurt. He's uh, – he's, uh, 
He'll be at 99%. That's great. That's that's that 1% Eric and I were talking about that, uh, you know, if that costs him a snap or two or a, a, a few, that helps us out. But I think the bigger storyline is geez, our offense. You know, our offense should be getting a little more respect from – I understand defense wins championships, no question. But the offense that we have when we have a matchup like we have with Ramsey and, and, and Devontae, you you're acting like we don't have any other options people yeah right well you know which which uh which championship team from kansas city last year had a defense i was gonna say i don't i don't i'm not buying into the defense wins championships thing anymore because mm-hmm. we've had some offensive powerhouses win super bowls mm-hmm. and it's just you know you just good teams win super bowls and that's what it comes down to and aaron donald is great the second best Aaron that's going to be on the field. On <laughs> yeah, I got, uh, I, I got myself that. third best Aaron. <laughs> I got myself in trouble for saying that Aaron Donald's the best player in the NFL from, uh, from the other Eric and, uh, yeah. and justified, justified. Yeah. But I, I love your, uh, I love your insight into stuff. I love your take on things. What are, what are you looking at as uh, being the keys to a successful Saturday? Um, so I think our number one key, I think our offense is going to be there. Um, we've shown multiple times that, I mean, it's hard to say that we can go out and find the numbers from other wide receivers when Devontae's getting shut down mm-hmm. because Devontae doesn't get shut down. Yeah. So it's hard to say like we've been able to do that. But if you look at Week 17, Devontae wasn't much of an impact until later in the game. And we were still running down the field, doing what we have to do. And so I think our biggest key to victory is Akers. If we can stop Akers and the Rams run game and force Jared Goff with his broken thumb to throw football in snowy, cold Lambeau Field, Mm -hmm. we could win by 30. Yeah. (laughs) love that That, that's true the way that Aaron or uh, Jared Goff was throwing the ball the last two uh, the last game against Seattle was horrendous the way he was throwing above short off to the right it's going to affect him he doesn't know how bad it's going to affect him you got metal in your thumb right he's got screws in his thumb you're going to be playing you know freezing weather Ah, it's going to it's going to have something on that ball for sure Oh, absolutely. And he's a good quarterback, but it's just like the only guy I can ever think of that's just gone out and played the same with a broken thumb, mm-hmm. played in green and gold. Yeah. Beef it. Yep. yeah. And it's just because you got to you gotta know what it's like to play in this weather. And I know Rogers has talked about it before. Mm-hmm. You got they, they practice in this. They don't go and practice inside. They yeah. are one of the only teams that can say that on a regular basis – get prepared to play in weather like this and how do you do it in LA you just can't yeah yeah I think one of the greatest things you just said was uh Brett Favre that that game that he broke his thumb and and he was questionable if he was going to be able to play the streak was on the line the anxiety everything man that was intense oh man that was that was something I mean he was just he has to be one of the toughest guys to ever put on a football helmet yeah well, they had a thing on uh, Twitter 
Instagram that had his top 50 passes. And I'm not kidding you. This video was 10 minutes long and I watched every pass on it, but the thing, the thing you don't, you forget easily on Brett Favre is just how strong that arm was. And there was no loft on his balls. Like he didn't have any kind of touch pass. It was a laser, laser, laser everywhere that he went. It seemed Mm -hmm. and uh, awesome. Just so much. Well, how many different wide receivers talked about breaking fingers trying yep. to catch this football? <laughs> Burning through gloves. I don't know how he threw so many interceptions uh, when you got guys that aren't on the field to catch footballs trying to catch those. So, like, good well, on those quarterbacks that caught those interceptions. Yeah. Well, when you got it, when you got a rocket like him, you think you can fit it in anywhere, anytime. Oh yeah, and he. I mean, and that's what I loved about Brett Favre was, you know, it was. He sometimes cost you some football games. Yeah. I know a couple of different playoff games and just regular season games where the first play in overtime, you knew <laughs> we touched the ball first. Brett Favre was throwing it 50 yeah. yards downfield and we're either winning it or losing it on that one play. <laughs> and I loved it. I read a great comment today. There was an issue about uh, Aaron Rodgers, an article in ESPN about Rodgers's. Um, 400 touchdown plus passes uh, and the by far the fewest interceptions. The only one who's under 100 in the uh, uh, in the 400 club. And they went back and they were talking to Brett Favre. Uh, and Favre, I'll remind you, had the one game, which was against the Rams as well, um, in St. Louis with the six picks. And, and up, up pops a little thing with Favre saying, you know, I might have gotten eight if we could have got the ball back. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he just, you know, and you love that about him. You know, he yeah. never, you, you, you can't, you got to let it roll off. And it's yeah. the next drive that counts. And boy. And you knew you were winning and losing games with Brett Favre. And it was just so much fun to watch. And I also love that Rodgers does not do that. Yes, uh, especially because he he has other people on the team. Brett Favre, let's be honest. Sometimes it was if he didn't win it, nobody else could. Oh yeah, and and, and we have other guys that can really help us and step up right now. So, I, I got a question for both of you. Just sort of uh, thinking ahead to this game, I went and rewatched the uh, Bears game uh, last night and this morning, and you know they had that. Uh, we hadn't even completed the second drive of the game in the first quarter. They had another eight-minute drive uh, in the third quarter, and with 11 minutes left in the game, they're driving with a chance to take the lead. And kind of reflecting back to uh, ARD's comment about uh, stopping acres, I, I, I just couldn't agree with that more. That's, that's a recipe for disaster for us is really long drives, less opportunities for our offense. I really hope that we come out motivated uh, to, to get after their run game. You know, our defense is built, designed, and functions to stop the pass, particularly third and longs. And I just hope, uh, I'm curious what you guys think, but I just hope we can, we can get them in those kind of situations because that's really to our favor against this offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's it's just I noticed that, too. And that's what I always think of when I go back to the fans that see the like we punt the first drive on uh, in the third quarter Mm -hmm. and fans are like, oh, no, now it's a game or like the MVS drop. Mm -hmm. And it's oh, no, now it's a game. And it's like, yeah, but we've only had one or two bad drives. 
-hmm. It's not like we're pointing the blame in the wrong places. We're expecting to not punt for an entire game, Mm -hmm. but we have to get off of the field defensively faster. Mm -hmm. But if we can also do what we did to the bears, where if they're going to drive for eight minutes, if we can get them off the field with three points, great. Our red zone defense has been unstoppable over Mm -hmm. the last like three, four weeks. And heck, I I don't even care. Go 98 yards. If you get three points, we're going to win that game. Yeah. One thing about Cam Akers is, is his, compare him to like Aaron Jones, you know, his, his receiving out of the backfield. I don't know if that's the thing that is uh, his strong suit. He's pretty fluid. I mean, kids athletic as hell, but, uh, when you got a rookie coming into Lambeau Field, the mystique, the weather, everything else, you better have your whole game on, everything prepared. I just, my brain's running right now. I just, don't, I don't understand how people can think these these are big games about to happen. Our linebackers right now are designed to take care of Cam Akers. You know, there's nothing on that team. A Cooper Cup. If you had Jair shadow him, if you had Kevin King on him, uh, you still have Darnell Savage. They don't have enough depth after Cup and, and, and Woods for anything. So I I just think, man, it's going to be a one-dimensional. Yeah, you, you knock out Akers, and we're going to have a pretty much a smooth sailing, it seems, to a victory. But And also something I haven't seen a lot of people talk about, at least on Twitter, um, for our defensive end, is when it comes down to the run game, one, we, you know, we've got all these linebackers, like you said, they're they've starting to hit their stride at the right time. And they're built to stop running backs like Cam Akers. But then we have a guy that is coming up onto the defensive line that didn't get to play a lot last week on a short week with the team that I'm really excited to see probably get a lot more time on the field. And that is Snacks. Damon Harrison um, that we got, I would imagine to stop the run. So it'll be good to see, like, I mean, we're trying Goots out there trying to, it feels like he's going all in now. And I love to see it. You know, that's a huge, huge signing. Um, There's uh, the Milwaukee journal has a piece today that uh, with film that breaks down all 12 of snacks snaps from the first game. Extremely impressive. Extremely hmm. impressive. Uh, Kingsley Kiki is uh, doubtful to play. He hasn't practiced this week. He's concu- concussion protocol. And while I- I'd love to be able to have snacks on first and second down and bringing Kiki in on third, uh, having him there frees up uh, Kenny from not having to sit on the nose. Mm-hmm. And that's that spells great things for yeah. run and pass defense. And that's a great point. Yeah, well, yeah. pushes pushes acres out to the side, you know, and that's where he was. You know, he gets some good yards out there, but listen, we're, we got tacklers on the outside right now, and yeah, it that's, feels that's like most of our issues defensively are when they run it up the middle on us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we can have two guys right there yeah. that are big run stoppers, like you said, like yeah. make Cam Akers go out and make our guys miss. And if he does, good for him. But we got guys like Darnell Savage is a ball hawk. And that guy's just going to come and find you wherever you are on the field, and he's going to make it hurt. Kevin King, you might beat, but. <laughs> mm. Well, see, but Kevin King is long enough and fast enough to go stride for stride with Robert Woods. And yes, uh, I, I like that matchup. 
So moving though on to what we really need to talk about, the difference of this game, because everybody's talked about offense, defense, man. Our special teams, their special teams, (laughs) listen, their special teams, they got that returner, number 14, who is, you know, a hair away from lighting it up. A, a, A lot of times he's got, he's got speed, got moves. We're going to need some help there. We're going to need some decent tackling. Dominic Daphne, come on up. Gosling's Gosling's uh, annual special teams evaluations came out yesterday or the day before. Uh, we came in at 29. The Rams came in at 30. Oh, <laughs> we got you. We got you to another spot. Edge Packers. Game over. <laughs> it's wow. the game, man. That's that was the deciding factor. We like if if you can't beat us on special team, there's no. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. But I was gonna put, say I like that the name drop, Eric. Um, I the, my favorite moment from that Bears game. Besides the like, so way back, like four, what was it, four weeks ago when Daphne had his first catch in the NFL, Mm -hmm. I made a tweet that said, Good job, Daphne. Who the fuck is Daphne? (laughs) And then I retweeted it when he caught his touchdown pass, and I was just like, Part two, bring it back. Good for you, Daphne. And then the next play, this yep. guy, Madden hit sticks <laughs> the hell out of one of the best returners in football. Yeah. Yep. We gave him the special teams hit of the year on the uh, podcast. It's got to be. It's yeah. got to be. That was like that. That moment was as exciting <laughs> as going back and watching Pat McAfee lay that hit on the yeah. kick returner. Like, oh, it man. Was, I think I jumped off my couch. I was uh-huh. just like, Daphne. <laughs> So let me lay let me lay another one on you guys. Um, so you got essentially two ninety uh, reception guys in in uh, in Woods um, and Cooper Cup. Cup might be a little bit nicked up on the ankle. A lot of their damage comes from the slot. Is Chandon Sullivan up for the job? Because this this might be his biggest biggest game of the year in terms of matchups. You got to think you got to think that uh, first of all they don't throw the ball down the field. So it's it's going to be a lot of short stuff into the voids in the slot um, or out of the slot, excuse me. And I, I'm just curious, what what do you think about Chandon Sullivan versus those two guys? Um, I like Chandon Sullivan against Cooper Cup. I think that he can. He's also been, you know, quietly playing better as the year has gone on. Um, I don't – I mean, if they put Robert Woods in the slot, I will say good luck, Chandon Sullivan. That guy's quick. And um, But I think the one thing I do know, like you said, they don't like throwing the ball downfield. And something I've noticed over the last few games is Darnell Savage likes to sneak close – like the closer to the line of scrimmage he gets to stand, the happier that man is. And – just because he knows in a, in a quick situation he's going to be near the play. So I like having just Darnell Savage kind of back there to, to see what happens. And with those short passes in the middle, um, Shannon Sullivan's going to get some help. And not necessarily that he needs it all the time, but it's just it's the whole way our defense matches up with their offense really excites me. Mm-hmm. 
Yo, Acme Army family, want to touch base? Is your health and your wellness your number one priority for the 2021 year? It should be. And I know the one place you can go to help you get that goal. TulipTreeGardenCO.com. Check them out right now. They're running 20% off all hemp and CBD products. Get yourself in line. I'm talking no pain, less inflammation, better sleep at night, immune system boosted. You should be doing this every single day like we are. TulipTreeGardensCO.com. Support those that support the show. <laughs> now let's get back into it. Yeah. yeah, well, I can't wait to see how the, you know, Adrian Amos plays. He seems to get the important interceptions at some point in the second half of games. I th- yeah. he, he feels uh, he, he feels like uh, one of the most reliable players that we have on the team. And gosh, he's a game breaker for me. I mean, on defense, he's just the one that can every everybody that we talked about. We're kind of expecting them to fill their roles. Your linebackers. I can't wait to see what snacks is going to do. But uh, the game breakers back there, it's savage. It's Amos. What are, what are those factors going to do? That? It's going to be exciting to see because Goff. He's going to throw those passes that are, man, he was yards off target against in yep. Seattle, yards off target. And those are opportunities. So let's capitalize, boys. And, yeah, I did. Just the whole weekend I watched and every single team in the NFC, and I don't – people don't like when I say this, um, but – it's not that I don't think any team can win any given Sunday, because I've always said that. I, yeah. I've said the Super Bowl amongst professional sports, at least American professional sports that I watch, it is the hardest championship to win. Mm-hmm. You don't get the screw up game one and come back game two, three, four and make it up. Yeah, You get the other play right there. But when Sunday came to an end, I said, I'm not like this is the least nervous I've ever been going into a playoffs. None of these teams from what I saw today scare me. Yeah. And especially the Rams. And that then that Adrian Amos is just and then Darnell said our defense is playing at the probably the best I've ever seen since 2010. Mm. And like you said, yeah, those guys in the backfield are in the safety positions, Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos. Have been playing Adrian Amos more than anyone on our team has been quietly playing the basketball. Yeah. It seems like no one really brings him up besides Packer fans and talks about how good of football he plays. Mm-hmm. And and pro football focus. It's the best pair of safeties in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't surprise me. I think every position we are the best. <laughs> so uh, what about this one now uh, the uh i'm going to go by your evaluations which I'll, I'll concur with for the purpose of this podcast the second best aaron on the field on on saturday aaron jones to me he's kind of the x factor in this game because he can open up so much for the rest of the offense plus he could just flat out kill by himself um, what, what are you guys thinking about about aaron jones this uh, this saturday I think this is the game that like everyone was getting antsy and upset over the last like five, six weeks with like, where's Aaron Jones? Why isn't he getting the ball more? And this is why, because when it comes down to playoff football, we got to have our playmakers on the field and Aaron Jones is a playmaker and we might see him touch the ball 30, 35 times. 
on Saturday. And I agree. I think that he opens up this offense more than anyone else besides maybe Devante. Um, just because Devante is just somehow open on every single play. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Jones is just, he's the guy that you just can rely on. And he has it like, there's just never been a moment where we've been let down by Aaron Jones. Anytime we're getting any of our players uh, into that second level against their linebackers, we're, we're going to be in good position. And whether that's passing with Jones, whether that's, you know, quick routes uh, to, to Tanyan, Lewis. I mean, I think those – Adams is going to get a couple, right? I mean, we're yeah. feeling good about it. He's going to get a couple. It, he, he had that game a few weeks ago. You know, he, he gets 60 yards. They're great key yards, but – it keeps everybody guessing on one side of the field, but we have so many weapons. Yep. We're going against a banged up number one receiver and Robert Woods and a rookie running back right now. And 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 I and I'm and I'm to think, based on the shit I've been watching, that we got no chance, man. Hell come on. We don't have a chance. The best that we don't play good against defenses. I think I saw a stat um today like just roll up and i don't know how it came up it was the most hilarious thing i saw on my television and it said it came, it popped up underneath they're talking about the rams and their number one pass defense and it said aaron Rodgers in the playoffs against number one pass defenses oh and two and i'm like what is the point of that <laughs> like yeah, the one like the it's against the 49ers, I'm assuming last year. I'm assuming yeah. they were the number one pass defense yeah. again, which he in the second half torched that defense. I mean, yes, it was a little too late, but and then the other one had to have been the 2014 Seahawks game. Um, and I'm like, it's but I watched the Seahawks <laughs> and Russell Wilson missed multiple deep ball passes that should have been touchdowns and that I just said, if those are available for Rogers, he's not missing those throws. And it looks like they're going to be available because after Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. like you said, we got MVS on like, who's going to cover MVS with speed on that Ram secondary because you cannot take Jalen Ramsey off of Devante. It's exactly what we talked about last night. Who's going to cover the middle now with these linebackers? Once you get MVS out there stretching it and Devontae covering up the other side, you're going to have a middle that's open up for anybody who's ready to get something. You know, I mean, and you've got a safety that's just going to have to sit back there and be like, I don't know which side to help. Yeah, yeah. They they play the most too high safeties mm-hmm. in the okay. league, so they're going to they're going to have to. Right, they're going to have to, and and if they roll a safety to try to, you know, if if the thinking is. You know, you can stop Rodgers by trying to roll a safety and take Devontae Adams off. He's going to gut you with the tight ends. He's going to gut you with MVS, with EQ, with Lazard. And, and you know what? Here's here's the, the 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 thing that gets me a little bit, just a little bit nervous, is sometimes we we ha- we seem a little bit reluctant to take what's given. If, if we just approach this game, and there's nobody better at diagnosing what a defense is doing than Aaron Rodgers. And if he just takes what's given, yeah. we can't be stopped. They, they don't, I don't care how good a defense they are. We have the personnel to counter it. We have the personnel to run against it. Um, we have the personnel to pass against it. It's just take what's given and, and move the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, last year that was the biggest issue 
Um, what Aaron Rodgers wanted the big play every time. And he held on the ball too long, and we just saw throw away after throw away after throw away. But I think this year he's done such a brilliant job of that, where it's just you see the checkdowns more often, where he hits Jones on the outside or Jamal Williams if he's there, or like you see in a big year out of Tunyon, and Rodgers is finally like comfortable in this offense. And I think he, he said it on, I think it was Pat McAfee's show, where he said it's just he knows where they are now. Like it's yeah. all new plays, so he just knows when you have that split-second decision. Last year, it's a new offense. He doesn't know. He forgets they're out there. Yeah. And so he's yeah. still looking down, and now he knows, like, oh, wait, Jones is on the outside. I can yeah. just – There's so the pressure. I'm just not – I'm not afraid of him doing that. Like he's mm-hmm. going to give get what is given to him, and we might win by 30. Here's the thing. Yeah, he gets the ball out so fast right now. I'm not worried about Donald, you know, for the mm-hmm. most part, but – when you're talking about what he said on McAfee, I know the progressions, not one and two, but I know four and five right now, yeah. I, whoever's out there. And I know it in two and a half seconds. Yeah. Right. It's out of my hands in two and a half seconds. So, you know, that's a, t- that's a tough game to play. You really see that happen in the Tavon Austin swings, you know, all, all of a sudden, you know, you got this play design. The last guy you think is going to be the total decoy on it. We just signed him, everything else. And all of a sudden, he's back-to-back passes because he's using the system. You know, he's using who was open there. So, yeah, man, right on on that. There are going to be some uh, some interesting wrinkles, I suspect, from, from Austin this weekend. You know, he's got such confidence. He knows that he can fire a laser out laterally. Mm-hmm. And, and when he's doing the orbits and stuff like that, that they, Austin's going to be there. Um I think maybe he gets a little bit more involved. I I, I don't know. I, I just Lafleur again, uh, um, uh, Mr. Doppelganger. We, we've talked a little bit about this before, and and Rogers' ability to diagnose move is is just incredible, and it's going to be so hard for them to stop. I, yeah, it's like, and he does it in a normal season where he can diagnose what a defense is giving him while the stadium is packed. Mm-hmm. And now he talked about it too. He said, I can hear the conversations that are happening between defensive players. And so he's like, now he's like, people are freaking out. Cause like, and I do it too. I'm sitting on the couch, like snap that freaking ball mm-hmm. Rogers. Yeah. And he had hit zero and he knows he has a half a second when it hit zero because the ref's got to look up at the clock and look back down to see if the ball's been snapped and all sorts of other things. And, but he said, I'm just listening to them and seeing what they're going to do. And then I know what I'm going to do. And also just, he, like he said before, you know, it's the fourth and fifth progressions. And I agree. I think Tavon Austin's going to get more, play calls his way or just like more chances to get those checkdowns to him and to get out into the open field. And it's just, it feels like we just have weapons everywhere. And I like the game plan I saw on Twitter. I don't know who said it, but someone said first play of the game, run AJ Dillon straight into Aaron Donald's ribs. (laughs) (laughs) And then see how his pass rush is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I don't think to have AJ Dillon out there a little bit yeah. running. And we saw that in Tennessee. Yeah, Cold weather, I, big boys are tough to bring down. Hell yeah, they are. Oh man. It's gonna be a fun one. Hey man, what's uh what's on the menu this weekend, man? What are you gonna do for LA? 
So we cannot spill the guts, unfortunately. <laughs> it's bad luck to give up the secret. I got um, another big shout out to Jamie, no last name, aka Jamie. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. He gave me a bunch of options. A bunch of other LA people came in and options. Um, no avocado toast. It's not going to happen. <laughs> dude, dude, I can't smash avocado toast. I got to yeah. smash some real food. Yeah. I can also say that I will not be eating any LA street dogs or anything like that. I've had two <laughs> hot dog dinner or lunch meals before games. So that's off the menu this time. But I cannot say exactly. What, I know what it is already, uh, but I can't say it's bad luck. You're just going to have to tune All in right, well, man, and find out. Everybody take a look and follow Aaron Rodgers doppelganger on Twitter. Hey, shout out to Jamie Cheesebutt, too, man. Is she, yeah, like, uh, one of the most positive? She is all over Twitter, but she's she is 100% Packer fan, no doubt about it, man. She's been a follower since I was at, like, 35, 40 followers. She was oh, one yeah. of the first ones when I realized, like, Oh, this Packer Twitter thing looks kind of fun. I want to get in on that. <laughs> switched all the way from a personal account to Aaron Rodgers doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, all of the shout outs to Jamie Cheesebutt. Yeah, yeah, she's great. We're going to have her on at some point here. Uh, got her. She's great. You know, she is. Uh, she represents that fan of the Green Bay Packers not living in Wisconsin. That is just, it's an interesting she story. At. You know where she's at. She's in enemy territory. She's Saturday. living in enemy territory. Wow. She's in LA. Good luck out there, Jamie. Yeah, no <laughs> but every day, man, she's green and gold. So, but yeah, for anyone who doesn't know that's listening, the reason the food was brought up after the Colts loss, <laughs> I just wanted to mix it up and just figure something out. So I went to Portillo's and got me a Chicago dog. And smashed it right before we smashed the Bears. <laughs> and Twitter will murder me if I don't smash food that's famous for the city we're playing against every single week because we're undefeated since I started. Oh, it's unbelievable, man. It's a great thing. It's, it's funny. Great People thing. are just like telling me, like, you gotta keep like what are you gonna eat every every time? They're just every week I get messages or comments and stuff like what's on the menu this week <laughs> like, i love that you guys are making me eat delicious food <laughs> this is the best tradition ever yeah man it's great this is great You're carving your own way through here hey uh let everybody know where they can uh, reach you here out there on the socials so the number one spot for packers twitter is at Szechuan Sean, Szechuan underscore Sean, or you can search up Aaron Rodgers doppelganger, and that is where I'm at. Um, I don't even remember my Instagram. My Instagram ain't Packer related, but if yeah. you want to come see what's going on <laughs> in my personal life, I don't care. My Instagram <laughs> public dot Sean S E A N, and I'm just posting what's going on in Minnesota usually, which Lately is nothing, so yeah. you're not going to see any recent posts there. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the main way where all my Packer talk happens, Aaron Rodgers doppelganger at Szechuan underscore Sean. Awesome. Szechuan like the sauce from Rick and Morty. <laughs> one of the most underrated shows right now. I mean, nobody uh, – not enough people know about Rick and Morty right now. I'll tell you that much. That's true. That's a great they, show. They're the ones that brought the Szechuan sauce back to McDonald's. 
<laughs> which i think is gone again i don't know mcdonald's doesn't like keeping things around no no well uh eric what do you got uh before we wrap up here any final thoughts well i sort of have ulterior motives for what i'm about to say but uh this has been so much fun uh that i think we need to do a regular happy hour thing i explained to the uh lovely lady and uh, girl of my dreams that uh, this weekend I was probably going to be unavailable because my new job requires me to watch all four football games <laughs> and pay attention. And, and then I said, we're doing this happy hour thing tonight where I'm going to have to have a couple of beers. And I'm like, this is something that I think it's working for me. You know, I mean, if we could put it on the books, let's put it on the books. It's working so. for me, and I don't have anyone to chat with unless my cat's not okay with this. But yeah, I yeah. What's your cat's name? Skellington, but we call her Skelly. She's Skelly. named after Jack Skellington from Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas. Oh, sure. Favorite director, Tim Burton. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So we, we had to get a little away from the Packers. Stuff. Like that's yeah, balance, baby, balance. I still got to have my horror movies and Tim Burton life, mm. my Halloween life. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the job he did land in that plane in the Hudson too. I mean, goodness gracious, you gotta yeah, really tip your hat to Skelly. Absolutely, yeah, Skelly, you're killing it. <laughs> I would I... be I would be remiss without thanking. Uh, uh, the ARD for uh, an appearance again on the uh, podcast. We certainly enjoy our visits and hopefully we'll have lots more. <laughs> wow. oh, thank you guys for having me again. I love it every time. It's been so much fun. And I just, yeah, I, you guys want me back just to, you know, where to find me. Yeah, man. Well, we appreciate it. We appreciate the conversation because, you know, it is, uh, it is a long season right now. We just felt the brunt of being number one, man. That was just as painful, gut-wrenching of a bye week as I've been through. But uh, we're there. Saturday it is. Divisional round. 335 Central Standard Time, people. And it might snow. Snowy Mm. Lambo. Oof. Does it get any better? Snowy Lambo playoff football? Doesn't. Doesn't. That's what we live for. Yeah, I want to see a kicker fall, you know, try and do a field goal. (laughs) Just, I, 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 by a kicker, we mean L.A. Rams. We kicker. need the L.A. Yes. Rams. I don't know his name is, but you you know, a little Charlie is, Brown is people falling is one of my favorite things ever. So it's not I, Greg Zerline still, is it? I don't even know. Oh, geez, I hope not. He's pretty good. Yeah, you know, maybe a, just we're talking about play calls. How about a down and out that Daphne runs that accidentally takes out Goff on the first drive? <laughs> I'm fine with it. Goff's always it. got his nose hey. along the sideline. Yeah, there, yeah. Know? I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, accidents happen. You can slide accidents five or six happen. yards. Just ask Mike Tomlin about accidents on the sideline <laughs> during the Yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, that's right. They don't play this weekend. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a heck of a weekend. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to us out there on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcast. And, uh, hey, make sure you guys are taking a look at YouTube because uh, we got a new look, constantly trying to evolve this thing. And we'll have more clips and uh, most of the show up here from tonight's little happy hour with Aaron Rodgers. Doppelganger, man, we appreciate you. You're a great follow. Follow him on Twitter and uh, smile with him and it is nothing short of worth your time. So with that... Follow Acme Army and always listen to their podcast because they're (laughs) fantastic. Uh, Appreciate it, buddy. With that, Eric, take us out, man. 40 
four hours, people, to kick off. <laughs> Let's roll. Go, Pack, go.